0: Welcome once again to Devotional. This is Pastor Ariel, and in this episode we will continue in the series on testimonies from El Salvador. I am confident these stories will be a blessing for you. Alright, I'm still on the bus. We're still on our way to Atehuesilla. It's a two-hour drive, and so I'm trying to make the best of the time, and I have willing, willing friends uh, that are willing to say... Yes, after I asked them five seconds ago, can I interview them? And now I have Kelly Howell, who is part of the Oakwood Church and has been um, a tremendous blessing. Um, Kelly, I'm glad you're here. And you know what I want to ask you, you know, as you look back this week, what have been some of the the highlights for you?
1: Well, off the top of my head, um, the thing that I think of first and foremost is um, when we first walked into the the main meeting area where we all meet for worship in the morning and the evening, Um, it was instantly, instantly I felt my heart stirred just by being in a room full of um, like-minded individuals who were all here to worship God and, and that everybody, I don't know, I just got a huge lump in my throat at the singing, it sounded so beautiful. And um, just the thought of how many people—I mean, it, it's a big group of people—who sacrificed, you know, a lot to to be able to be here—and it was just felt like such a blessing. I just felt so um, overwhelmed and blessed to to be allowed to be a part of this experience. And then throughout the week, um, oh no, the the next day on the Sabbath when we went to that church again the same thing happened um my heart was just stirred because the people were even though we were kind of late for the service um the people were still standing outside waiting for us to get there and they were all lined up and um just full of smiles and welcome and you could just tell that they were so happy to see us and and it was such a blessing to be able to worship with them and um you know, I love listening to the language even though I don't necessarily understand what's going on or what's being said but um to hear them all respond I'm in <laughs> it was um you know loud, it was just, yeah it was just awesome and they're singing man they're singing you know every single person sings I don't know about the top of their lungs but they sing loud enough for you to hear them and and it's just uh, you could just tell that they just love being there they're so happy to be there
0: so, you you obviously have a lot of spare time in your hands. That's when you were able to make it to the strip, right?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of spare time. No, I got a lot of work to make up for when I get home, but that's okay. It's worth it. It's, um, you yeah. know, it's totally worth it.
0: You, you mentioned that this is worth it. Um, people need to, need to know a little bit of a background when this mission trip was still in its infancy and I hadn't really even planned it out or when I was going to talk to the church. I shared this with you and you immediately said, I'm in. Yeah. I'm taking time from work. What made you so eager to be here when you have never been to anything like this before?
1: Well, I mean, you know, I I think a lot of people say the same thing, that it's something that I've always wanted to do. I've been around a a lot of people in my career who have um, been on medical missions before and you know, I always wanted to go, but I never really had the, um, took the initiative to find anything out about it. And I kind of feel like in our conversation, it just sort of fell in my lap and it was almost an instant, you know, the Holy Spirit speaking to me saying, you're, you need to go on this. Um, I think I invited myself before I even realized that, that you were going to open it up You know, wanting to come here and experience the culture and the people, and to um, I'm, I'm looking for a humbling experience really, something to humble my heart. And and um, maybe it was a selfish motivation that I wanted to come here, um, to serve people, but also just something to stir me and, and get me moving. Well,
0: I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you're again. mentioning that because. I've talked to people in the past, and I've tried to encourage people to come to these kind of things, but they they always have obstacles and reasons, you know, and I'm not gonna say they're not legitimate, but I've always um, heard that one common denominator is, um, well, I can be a okay Christian, and you know, okay, average Christian, but certainly to be a missionary, you need to be up there. Um, What would you say to that objection that people may have in their minds that, I'm not gonna go and do a mission trip until I am spiritually there.
1: I would say then you'll never go because once you have arrived you better start reevaluating yourself because it's a sign that you really haven't arrived that you're missing something because um, I think that when once for for someone to have arrived they have to be not thinking of themselves at all I mean and that's that wasn't me you know I I was sort of in a I forget how you How you called it, you said it was a spiritual lethargy, spiritual lethargy. And I knew I was in this spiritual lethargy. And I just had a feeling, I don't know, this Holy Spirit basically gave me this feeling that this was going to be what it took to, you know, get me over that.
0: So you've been here already for a couple of days, We're going back in just two, can you identify ways that God may have... Confronted that spiritual lethargy that unsuspectingly was creeping into your spiritual journey?
1: Yes, right away, right away. And I don't know, Chong might get mad at me for, for telling this, but um, when we were in our rooms unpacking, um, I took one look at all the things that she had in her suitcase. Like her suitcase was overflowing with things that she brought for these people. Um, for the kids, she thought about the kids. She brought books and socks and, you know, clothes. She brought little clothes for the kids. And and, and I, I took one look at what my, it was in my suitcase, and it was overflowing with things for me. Like, what it was going to take to make me comfortable on this trip. And, oh, I might need this, and I might need that. And, you know, wrestling with what shoes to leave home and what shoes to bring. And it was right away, I just... It was a rebuke to me at where my heart was, even you know, just in packing. Like, um, I mean, I knew that it was going to be hardship here, but I was trying to make it a little easier on myself, you know. So that was that was the first thing, and then, um, well, really, just having Chong as a roommate has been an incredible blessing um, because she's she's so Christ-centered. And it just shines through in everything she does and says. And um, it's it's been a blessing having her around every day, you know.
0: Um, have you been able to identify possible ways in which your prayer life, your personal prayer life may have been affected through these past couple of days, the time you spend with the Lord?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, I've known all along that it, it, I need to be more focused and spend more time In devotions and prayer Um, but what you just said just now about um, people having the excuse that they don't have time to come on these trips I mean that's an excuse that I can find every single day you know Um, and in reality I don't need to take an hour and a half to get ready for work I can take an hour and spend you know a half hour studying and praying or um, just all the time I waste and the money, all the money I waste. And it just, yeah, I, I definitely, um, I've, known, I've known for a long time that I needed to spend more time in that. Um, so it wasn't a surprise, but it's, um, I feel a lot more motivated to do it. In fact, I was just reading my Bible a few minutes ago while we're on this I bus ride. I to interrupt you. Than, No, 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 it's okay. Um, You know, just taking the time rather than sitting here and staring at trees. I might as well, you know, read the words.
0: Can you think of anything that you feel that you're going to be taking back with you? Um, Chong's not going to move in with you and (laughs) Henry. So um, she's not going to be your roommate, at least for another year maybe, um, if you guys decide to come again. But in the meantime, what do you feel God is wanting to place in your heart so that you can take back to Michigan so that these experiences do not just evaporate into good memories?
1: Well, I think kind of like what I just said, the um, prayer and study time, because those are really the only things I have power over anyway. I have a choice to do those things. And then when I do, he does the rest of the work. He works in my heart. and, um, And I know this. I it's so easily um, revert to uh, relying on my own power trying to rely on my own power um, even though I know in my head I can't do it without him or I know it in my heart I can't do it without him um, and so I think it reminds me so it reminds me of um, I forget which verse it is but The one where he says, um, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And rather than looking at that verse as a debate over whether or not we should keep the commandments or whether or not we're keeping the commandments, I'm going to try to focus on the first part of it and figuring out how to love him all the time. And I think that really he's the one who's going to teach me that through prayer and Bible study. Can,
0: can you think of some ways from this experience in which God has sought to reach your heart so that you can love Him more, reasons that He has brought to your attention this week that would motivate you to love Him more?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, um, the sermons every every night and every morning, the the short sermons at our uh, worship time, like your, your sermon when you talked about how, how much sin has um warped our our perception of reality um, trying to remember that all the time and then actually Pastor Rod too when he gave the, his, his um, sermon on maybe this is good like I think trying to remember that all the time too because you know I can get so easily frustrated I don't know in traffic or with waiting in line for something or you know, frustrated with things that don't go the way I expect them to. Um, I think that those two lessons, for sure, um, at least I hope that they're going to stick in my mind.
0: If, if someone was listening to this, Kelly, and this person is a professional like you, and busy schedule, lots of responsibilities, and exhaustion, and, and they're thinking, "Good for you," but that I'm different. There's just no possible way I could ever go on a mission trip, but. If they're honest with themselves, deep down inside, they could recognize that Holy Spirit is saying, "Maybe you should think twice about this." And all these objections begin to flood their minds. What would be some of the things that would, you would say to them that could possibly help them tip the scale to respond in the affirmative to God's impressions to consider coming into a trip like this?
1: Um, well, I mean, I, I can't speak for everybody. I can only, you know, speak for my own experience, you know, and saying. My husband didn't really want me to come on this trip. And, I mean, he was concerned for my safety. And um, uh, I I basically just said, I'm going. You know, I'm I'm going. Let's figure out how to make this okay. And um, just, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know where the determination comes from other than the Holy Spirit. But um, I think responding in an affirmative way... To his leading is always going to be a blessing it will always always be a blessing um,
0: so it will be the opposite he, of Nancy Reagan instead of saying just say no yeah just like say that.
1: yes <laughs> no I just think that you know he the Lord does not want to lead us into anything that's going to do harm to us or damage us in any way. I mean, it, not, that doesn't mean that you're going to always be safe and free of pain and free of hardship. In fact, probably the opposite if you're um, if he's trying to grow your character, but um, just trusting that if he's leading you here, it's for a reason. It's for a reason, and it's a good reason. You might not know it, but eventually you will. And
0: do, you, do you feel that your uh, spiritual lethargy has been affected
1: absolutely absolutely i'm you know it is my prayer I, in fact i said to julie the other day i don't want to go ho- i don't want to go home from here unchanged i don't you know i I'm, I'm praying that i don't go home from here and then just you know forget about it like any other vacation that you take you know you have to look at pictures to remember the things that you did um i that is
0: one one last question Kelly have you thought about how you can sustain whatever experiences have affected and impacted this spiritual lethargy have you given thought of how can I sustain this experience um, for the long term
1: well first of all I think sharing it with as many people as I possibly can Um, you know from start to finish I've been sort of cataloging it on my phone so that I can share it with my husband with Henry um and, you know, the, the girls at work and stuff like that to share not just, oh, we did this, we did that, you know, that kind of thing, but to actually share what it meant, you know, what the, the impact was and the spiritual side of it.
0: I sincerely hope you received a special blessing from today's episode on devotional. I pray it has inspired you to turn the study of God's Word into a daily habit, as well as using the study tool of our Sabbath School lesson. If you haven't yet subscribed on iTunes or whichever platform you're listening, would you please do so now? This way, you will be notified each time I publish a new episode. It would also mean a lot to me if you would leave a rating and a review of this podcast. You doing this will help others discover the spiritual resource i would really appreciate this i would love for you to connect with me through my facebook page devotional podcast there's a link in the show's description that will take you there i will regularly post additional resources there as well it would be so good to hear what you like and what i could do to make this podcast a bigger blessing for you lastly Would you consider making a monthly 99 cent contribution to this podcast? It would help offset the long-term cost of producing each episode. Thanks again for listening. Look forward to our next time together in the next episode of Devotional. Until then, this is Pastor Ariel inviting you to devote all you are and all you have to our Lord Jesus Christ.